fall has gotten up to a rough start here in New York City. We've had cloudy days, heavy rain, and even some massive floods. But on this Saturday afternoon, the sky is clear. The perfect weather for me to join a walking tour in the Lower East Side with a very particular tour guide. Yes, it is me, Sammy Shade from Let's Make Up, but please call me by my name, my government name, which is Phil. I'm not trying to hide anything. My fans all know my real name. I just want all of this to be totally above board so that any uh, awkwardness can be totally out of the way and that we can have a nice day here, okay? Thanks. Phil says he was a contestant on the reality show, Let's Make Up. I've never heard of it, but okay. He says he got his nickname Sammy Shade for, well, being shady. He also says he has a popular catchphrase. Couture or bore? It ended up everywhere somehow, even on t-shirts at Hot Topic. And yes, I did try to sue the network over that, but only because they tried to sue me first. Honestly, I'm not sure what he's talking about. But I set my skepticism aside and laser focused on the things I do recognize. Phil has a black lightning ball painted on his face that's very David Bowie-esque. His t-shirt has a very recognizable pop star, one that I respect and admire, which is why I rolled out of my bed today to take a walking tour in a city I know very well. The tour begins at a building that was once a music venue called CBGB, a place where iconic musicians like Blondie, Patti Smith, or the Ramones performed regularly. But we're not here because of them. We're here because... On May 26, 2005, Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata gave her first performance in a public venue. She did some stuff at NYU, but CBGB's was her first real music venue, and a legendary one at that. Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata is the one and only Lady Gaga. I'm Manolo Morales, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. Today, we're getting a front row seat to an immersive theater experience, a performance that's a love letter to New York City, showing us the evolution of the Lower East Side and the places where one of the biggest pop stars got her start. More after this. Gaily forward, everybody. Never straight ahead. Always gaily forward. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites, along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies West. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. Jake from State Farm here, hanging out with Mel's Mowing Grow. Mel chose State Farm for small business insurance because his local agent is a small business owner, too. So she knew how to help him personalize his policies. And now he's rolling in the green. Like a, like a good neighbor. Guys, I'm trying to do the line. Oh, sorry, Jake. It's all good. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
Talk to an agent today. I was a junior in high school when I first heard Lady Gaga's single, Just Dance. I was immediately hypnotized by the song and continued to listen to every hit she put out. So consider me a little monster, a Gaga fan. What I love most about Gaga is the love and support she shows for the queer community. Her message of acceptance especially came across when her 2011 song, Born This Way, hit the radio waves. So you best believe I made the time to check this walking tour out. I had to see those places Gaga first performed at. Before she was dressed head to toe in Alexander McQueen. Before she wore the meat dress. Before she won her first Grammy. Before her Oscar win. You get the point. It is called A Gaga Guide to the Lower East Side, and it, I hope, lives up to its title. <laughs> this is Ron Lasco. He's a creator of the walking tour that's also an immersive theater experience. It's an experience that blends a walking tour, character monologue, and of course, Lady Gaga. Ron got the idea of this project during the pandemic, when he spent most of his time walking the neighborhood of the Lower East Side. It's kind of three plays in one. You get more of a traditional walking tour of the Lower East Side. You get a lot about the early career of Lady Gaga, the places where she performed, where she lived, where she hung out in her early days as Lady Gaga. And then the third element is this sort of backstory of this uh, faded reality t TV star or you know, if he even was a star, it's sort of hard to say, but <laughs> he's known for reality television and during COVID has sort of fallen on hard times and is now doing this Gaga tour. This reality star Ron is talking about is Phil. Sammy Shade, Let's Make Up, it's all just part of this immersive theater experience, totally made up. There's no such reality show with this name. Actor Taylor Hilliard plays Phil. Uh, this is my professional acting debut in New York City, and it seemed like a perfect fit. Although I'm not catty, uh, it, I just was immediately drawn to this experience, and I've been having a blast doing it. We began the tour at CBGB, where Gaga gave her very first performance. The club is no longer there. It's been replaced by John Varvato's store. As soon as we make the next turn, Phil points to this building. Over there, just at the end of First Street, the building with the Ukrainian flag on top is Duane Park, a small but very upscale burlesque club where Gaga made a surprise appearance, decked out in a fab Alexander McQueen bodysuit in June 2010. There's a photo on the slideshow of her in that bodysuit. Damn is all I have to say. Yes, she looks stunning. And right next door to the same building is Bowery Poetry Club. Gaga gave one of her early performances here. Here's how Ron found out. The venue owner came to me and said, oh, by the way, Gaga performed at our space. So I was thrilled because nowhere online anywhere does it mention that Gaga had ever performed there over at uh, Bowery Poetry Club. Um, and I didn't know that she'd been there. And he's the one who called me and said, yeah, please add that into the show, <laughs> which I thought was great. Um, so that's not on Gagapedia, even. <laughs> Gagapedia, the Wikipedia of Gaga. I remember when I would constantly check for her whereabouts on this website. Don't worry, I wasn't stalking her. I was just excited to see what she had going on. 
or what she was wearing, especially during her Born This Way era. Every day, she wore something new. She's always reinventing herself, just like New York City. NYC is all about change. We aren't big fans of preserving history. We like to bulldoze and build back better. We like the newest, shiniest object we can find, and we move on as soon as things start looking worn, which accounts for a significant chunk of my dating life. By this point, we've left CBGB, walked past a street that was once filled with Yiddish theaters, a popular Yiddish bakery called Yona Schimmel, and a park filled with many murals. By the way, for all the diehard Gaga fans, don't worry. First half of the tour is a little bit more geared towards the Lower East Side history, but of course there is Gaga sprinkled throughout, so don't worry, I got you. Then we stop to look across the street at an empty retail space, a 10-story building with a glass curtain wall sandwiched between two brick buildings. The building that stood here in 1838 was the German Evangelical Mission Church. By the 1840s, it was the Dutch Reformed Church. By 1908, it was Houston Athletic Club, where organized crime leader Jack Rose held prize fights. A few years later, it became Houston Hippodrome, showing Yiddish movies. In 1913, it was the site of a deadly stampede when a projectionist mistakenly yelled fire in the crowded theater. Two people died and the building was closed. To cut this short, the building is set to bring in new fancy tenants. Like Phil said, New York City is all about change. That is nine distinct lives in 180 years. A total reinvention every 20 years on average. Even Madonna hasn't reinvented herself that many times. <laughs> Moving on, literally and figuratively. The Lower East Side has many restaurants that I will say are not very affordable. But you could find good drinks and food. There's also some music venues, which is why many new upcoming artists perform in the area, and why maybe Gaga even started here. New York's not an easy place for anybody, so I think that at least the Lower East Side spirit is, is alive, alive and well. By now, we've passed a famous Cat's Deli, Alphabet City, a statue of communist leader Vladimir Lenin, and we walk by one of the oldest remaining synagogues in the Lower East Side, now called Angel Orenson's Foundation Center for the Arts. Here, Gaga had her Born This Way album release party that I unfortunately could not attend because I wasn't invited. But now, we're getting to the best part of the tour. The main reason why I came here today. Here we are at 176 Stanton Street, the holiest of locations on our tour. This is where Lady Gaga was born. Not Stephanie Germanata. She's an Upper East Sider, but Young Stephanie, NYU Tisch School of the Arts student, walked into this humble tenement building one day, and Mother Monster, Lady Gaga herself, walked out the next. And that is what this tour is all about. The caterpillar in each of us becoming the butterfly that we were all meant to be. Transformation and change. Gaga lived on the top floor of this building. It was in this one-bedroom apartment where she wrote her hits from her debut album, The Fame. She reportedly paid $1,150 a month. Not bad for New York City standards, 
but it can't imagine the current price now. She actually brought Anderson Cooper here for an interview in 2011 with 60 Minutes, and the tenant at that time would not let them in the apartment. We're going to do it the New York way. Okay. You're buzzing all of the buzzers? Yeah. Someone will listen. Hi, this is Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga and Anderson Cooper knocking at your door. Why not answer? A major miss opportunity. I have it on very good authority that whenever she finishes a major project, she comes back to the apartment building to remember where she came from and how it all started. This sounds very humble of her, to come back where she started, to remind herself about all the hard work she's put to become one of the most successful pop stars in my generation. That's why I love her. Ron used to book as a source of inspiration to find the spots Gaga performed at. The book is called Riventing Was Ours, Lady Gaga, The Lower East Side, and The Prime of Our Lives. It's a memoir written by Brendan J. Sullivan, a friend of Gaga's. Gaga's favorite hangout was here at 155 Rivington, St. Jerome's, or just St. J's as they called it. Brendan J. Sullivan worked here as a DJ, bartender, and promoter and Gaga also occasionally worked here as a go-go dancer. Can't you picture Tipsy Gaga stumbling down the street at 2 a.m. wearing impossibly high heels, fishnets, and a leotard as her entire outfit. No skirt, no shorts, hair done up all platinum blonde, going from bar to bar with her friends. Just makes perfect sense. But those days for her are over. Doing an interview about his Lady Gaga memoir, Brendan J. Sullivan said something I found very poignant. It went something like, you don't watch these places disappear, you watch them become something else. People are always trying to change for the better, see growth, see an evolution. And New York City is a reflection of that. The places I grew up around are not the same, and most are no longer there. Change is just part of life. And this is a reflection of Gaga's career. She's come a long way from performing in small club venues to now having a Las Vegas residency. She's even become an actress and is taking Hollywood by storm. Now, before I run off, I want to leave you with this quote from Our Lady of the House of Gucci, Lady Gaga. The fame is not about who you are. It's about how everybody wants to know who you are. So thank you all so much for joining me today on this glorious day. Unfortunately, this walking tour is on a break. However, you can check out SpinCycleNYC.com for future performances. Ron is hoping to do another version of this walking tour, except this time in the East Village, Divas Edition. Divas like Madonna, Cher, Debbie Harry, and even RuPaul. In the meantime, I can't wait to see what next project Gaga has in store for us. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Stitcher Studios. Our production team includes Dylan Therese, Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Baudelaire, Gabby Gladney. Our technical director is Casey Holford. This episode was sound designed and mixed by Luce Fleming. Our theme and end credits music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Anola Morales. Hasta luego.
Selling smoothies is what I do. But for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. He's a small business owner, too, so he knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. Hi, I'm Lale Arakoglu, host of Women Who Travel. Women Who Travel is a transported podcast for anyone curious about the world. We talk to adventurers and athletes. I've raced the God's Own Adventure Race, which is on the South Island and goes through the mountains down in the Southern Alps on New Zealand. That was eight days spent out in the wilderness. And chefs. Iranian food is home, it's family, it's love. And we share dispatches from our listeners. Ireland is full of these, I will call them ghosts of the past. From stampeding elephants to training sled dogs. We hear it all. The dogs will curl right up with you and it can be kind of cozy waiting things out. New episodes of Women Who Travel publish every Thursday. Join us wherever you listen. Listen.